0: Learn more at marines.com. The following is a Furnish Brothers production. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Talking Buds Podcast. The Talking Buds Podcast. About the Buds, by the Buds, for the Buds. This is the Talking Buds Podcast. You know, right, every time that I'm ready to jump ship and lose all hope and faith, this team, man, they find a way to just grab you and keep you holding on for another game Huge W tonight for the Maple Leafs over the Tampa Bay Lightning after a disastrous, like, catastrophic Western road trip. First and foremost, though, how are you doing? I'm good, buddy. I got... Tonight, I... I, or today, I should say, I'm, I'm I'm doing job interviews... Trying to find some new guys to hire, and uh, we're at this establishment. And everyone's like, "You got, you got to try the Caesar salad here." And I'm like, "Caesar salad? I'm like, I can go home and make myself a Caesar salad." You're getting a Caesar why, why salad at a deal. Deal? restaurant? Yeah, like, wow, that's so impressive. A Caesar salad? That's very difficult. So I'm like, all right. So I try this. I didn't really like it, to be honest with you. That's like, come on, you're hyping this up. It wasn't really that good. But now I'm just burping my face off for the past, like, five hours, and it stinks. (laughs) And it's pissing me off. All because I had to try this glorious Caesar salad that I could have just made at home better than they made it. Nothing gives you the bad breath quite like the Caesar salad. Yeah, I get the bad breath, but like, the burps, man. Like, come on. Yeah, it's, um... It's it's not enjoyable. Now I gotta put my face in this microphone. I got this pop filter in front of the microphone, and every time I burp it like gets attached to it, and then I gotta lean away so the, all our listeners don't hear me do it. What are you washing it down with? What is your beverage of choice this evening? Oh, I'm I've been all about I know I'm I said I was gonna put down the beers, but there is nothing like a 5.9 PBR on a leaf game night. Oh, yeah, you love the 5.9 PBRs. Oh. Whew. Bang for your buck. Yeah. It's uh try to drink 12 of these. You don't mess around with those. No, no, it's great. So I'm just trying to get through this whole, like, disgusting garlic situation that I'm dealing with right now. I got the uh cottage springs vodka soda um last week i experimented with the white claw gross not a fan i mean i haven't i haven't had some of them yet like i've had i've only had the mango and the black cherry the black cherry straight up tastes like medicine it's gross yeah great it's gross yeah so if you're in the market for a vodka soda seltzer beverage i'm uh, i'm a big fan of the cottage springs yeah we're both the cottage springs type of guys yeah we're on the cottage springs we, we train. gotta get That's someone they, sure. they got a whole new lineup coming up yeah, they do of new drinks Vodka water i saw that yeah and, and my buddy he's he texted me the other night and he's he says that he wants to come on and try to explain all the new flavors and promote cottage springs and i'm like man we might have to make that happen all right well one inform everyone on, on low calorie alcoholic beverages we're we're a big fan we're oh yeah we're always down to support hundred percent so let's get into it here Disastrous West Coast road trip I mean you had a chance to bury the Florida Panthers buried alive match. In which you would win. Against the Florida Panthers. And you didn't do it. So. Four weeks out from the playoffs. You come into tonight's game. One point up on the Panthers. They won. And the first period of tonight's game was the most dominant period of the season. But. It's the same topic on this podcast, Ryan, week in and week out, consistently inconsistent. Yes, and that trip was an absolute nightmare, and we can sit here and just complain and moan and cry about the play in the West Coast, but frankly, man, I am tired of doing that. I am so sick and tired of coming on here. And just crying about how bad this team is on some nights. And how inconsistent they are. And how guys need to step up and improve the power play. So I'm going to let all of that go. I'm going to let the West trip go. It's gone. There is no point or no good is going to come out of me and you sitting here and crying about that trip. I don't want to do that. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of coming on here and I feel like if you're a listener to this podcast, you're probably a little sick of it too. So let's crying about bury it. that trip sitting on this podcast and having a wham wah about the Western trip. Yes. Having a little cry fest. Tired of having a cry fest on this podcast. Driving me crazy. So let's bury that. It's over. We're. I'm not surprised they did that. Are you surprised? No, I'm not surprised at all. No. No. I'm not surprised at all. With no. this is this is the book. It's a story I've seen all year. It's, and I'm tired of it. You're it's right on brand. And I feel like I'm almost crying going on this rant. But you are crying a little I'm bit. I'm just gonna leave that trip in the past. I'm done. I don't want to talk about that. Let's start fresh. Let's start with the victory against the Tampa Bay Lightning. And what I really liked about this victory tonight was they won a playoff hockey game tonight, in my opinion. And what that means is if you got a stalemate five-on-five, you go to your special teams to give you the advantage. And if you're a really good hockey team and you want to win in this league and in the playoffs, you got to capitalize on those power plays. And tonight... Look what happens when you just pot two. Y- you win the game, like that's a playoff victory right there. If they can capitalize on their power play, and defend well on their penalty kill and not give up eight hundred shorthanded breakaways like they usually do, you Ryan, can win. They gave up. They gave up a lot of breakaways tonight. <laughs> like yeah, I know. I know. They, I'm trying, to, just, I'm trying up- to be positive for once, man. No, I, I, and I appreciate that, but I'm telling you they gave up their fair share of breakaways tonight. Well, at the beginning of the second period, but it that's was... that's just it them. Was a, they had, Tampa Bay had eight breakaways in a minute. Yeah, that's just them. Speaking of the power play, William Nylander scored the first power play goal tonight. Ryan, I'm here to make a proclamation. William Nylander is the most consistent offensive player night in and night out that this team has your thoughts on that statement I I, I, I don't even want to use that word for any of the players I, I just feel like William Nylander is he's made himself look so much better this year because he was so bad last year I, I feel like maybe we're over hyping him a bit like 31 goals no joke like I'm not trying to throw him under the bus or not give him any credit. I'm trying to be positive. Guys had a great year. And in some ways, I agree with that, especially since Keith has taken over this hockey team. But I feel like sometimes William Nylander is benefiting from being so bad last year that anything he does to completely pass expectations and blow out what he did last year, it's like we're, we're hyping him up a little bit too much. But man, if you look at the clutch goals he scored since Sheldon Keefe's taken over, like, but you, you have an argument, hundred percent. Another huge storyline going into this game tonight was the return of Morgan Riley, and as someone yes. who before he got injured was very critical of Morgan Riley's game this season, I mean, after what we've seen the last few weeks with this defense core. Man, it was nice to see him back out there tonight. Oh, couldn't agree more, man. It was nice to see a defenseman on their team enter the O zone and like actually make a play. Yes. Be able to make a drop pass or a cross ice pass or enter the zone with his feet. Yes. Like it just like we love Morgan. Like I love Morgan, especially now that I know he's dating Tessa. That's legit. It that is legit. They're like a power couple. a boy. Yeah. Good for you. Cheers. Do your best. Cheers to Morgan Riley. Yeah, five point nine on Morgan Riley. Yep. Good call, bud. Yep. Good call. But as we say, it's just nice. Like he's their number one defenseman. And you bring him back. I was just so happy watching him because I love the guy and I'm really biased towards him to be honest with you. He saddled with Cody CC though. Who passed the puck to the boards tonight, twice? We oh, almost had a nice tip in uh, right in front of Freddie Anderson too, the end of the game. I mean, Jesus, like, like this guy, like last week you carved me for saying that I'd prefer Marty Marinson over this guy. You're telling me that if they played Riley with Marinson instead of Riley with CC, it'd be that much, it'd be worse. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I would still take CeCe oh. every day of the week. You and I agree on a lot, Ryan. This is something every we don't day agree of on. the week. Cody CeCe is one of the worst hockey players I've ever seen. Take a drink every time you heard me say with that. that this season. He's horrific. I, I'm not disagreeing with that at all. I, I just I've seen Marty too much, and I'm I'm tired of seeing Marty. I feel bad for the guy, to be honest with you. He's probably a great guy. Probably works hard every day. Every single day. You've been wanting to keep... To bring out an old line. You've been wanting to keep it positive tonight. So let's talk about Freddie Anderson. Outstanding tonight. And outstanding last week in LA.
1: Yeah. you given
0: him grief this season. Hasn't been his greatest year. I thought he was terrific tonight. Yeah, and I thought Jack Campbell was okay too in those games. I do not think he was that bad. He's coming out in the media, and he's like... He said it was his fault, though, Ryan. I know. <laughs> like, come on, dude. I don't want to dwell on that, but the goaltending has been pretty good. It hasn't been that bad. And I thought Freddie tonight was... That's the Freddie you need to see when it's when it's big boy time. So, And he makes the world's difference. So they've moved now. They're three points up on the Florida Panthers in the Atlantic Division. Four weeks tonight. Or tomorrow night, excuse me, because today's Tuesday. Tomorrow's Wednesday. Four weeks, let's just say that, until the playoffs start. They play the Panthers one more time. They play the Boston Bruins on Saturday. Buckle up, ladies and gentlemen. Give me your prediction right now. Do the Toronto Maple Leafs make the playoffs? Oh my god, like this is the most unpredictable team in the history of sports. I know, I gotta throw you on the spot. So, right now Like, that. do do I want them to? Yes. Do they have Obviously. enough talent to get there? Yes. Do I think they will? I don't know. Like I honestly don't know. Like Gimme give, give me your yes or no. Sure. Yes, they make it. But it's like they play they played well tonight against the Lightning. And then they play Nashville on Thursday. Who the hell knows what team is going to show up that night? Right? And then the Bruins, like, the Bru- great. At TD Garden. yeah, Unreal. yeah. That's going to go well. Getting dummied, outworked, all over the ice, penalty kill sucks, power play sucks. I'm not going to be negative about the past, but when I'm thinking about a future game against that team, oh boy. Oh, I know. I know. There's a little negative Ryan just come peeping up. Saturday night. There he night. is. Over there. There's negative Ryan. And he's looking at the Leafs Bruins. Uh, Saturday night at TD Garden. I think everyone is biting their nails over that one, buddy. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I, I'm gauging uh, a lot of Leaf fans. And there's, there's the diehards, right? The guys who are going to watch every game no matter what. But the guys who are on the fence from who I've talked to, like they're losing interest in this hockey team. And it's so close to the playoffs. I just want them to make the playoffs because I want to do our postseason pints selfishly. Those are fun shows. We had a lot of fun doing that last year. Mm-hmm. We went to game three. That was awesome. Yep. And you kind of just let go of the regular season, let go of everything. And you just, you're in, you're, you're Trapped in it, you just want them to win the series so bad. Exactly, we alluded to this last week. Like, if I'm Sheldon Keith, if they get in the postseason, I'm calling them all into a room and I'm saying, "Forget the last six months. Let's think about what's in front of us. Whole new season. Let's go." That's another reason why I hope yeah. they get it. And in. as for like, this fresh start, yeah. And as for this season. There's still a lot. They're fighting. There's still a lot to play. They still got a lot to fight for. But the inconsistently inconsistency has just worn down on the fan base. And you texted me earlier, alluding to those social media comments. Well, we're gonna get into that later. We're gonna get. We're gonna get into that later. All right. I don't want to yeah, spoil yeah, yeah. spoil your potential absolute bomb going. Yeah, off we're gonna later. we're gonna get into that later. Is that a bum and beauty type no, of thing? Or no, what? That's I want to no? spend a whole right. segment talking about that. Right now we're talking about the Lightning win, the Bruins on Saturday. I, see, look, I'm not even thinking about the Preds game on Thursday. I'm just thinking about having to go to TD Garden on Saturday. The playoff race. Can we just shift gears off the Leafs here for a second? Where in the hell did the Philadelphia Flyers come from? I'm looking at the standings today. They're a point behind the Capitals in the Metro. Yeah, and you know why? Why? Because they found the magic word. Goaltending. No. No. Consistency. Consistency, yes. In your effort every single night in controlling what you can control. In taking what you can control and making the absolute best out of it. That's how you go on a streak like that. I just, I couldn't like you and I don't do a, a lot of around the league on this podcast and we'll do more of it as we get closer to playoff time. But I was just looking at the standings today, obviously, because the leaf situation and I'm like, like, and I, and obviously you follow the league, you know, the flyers are red hot, but it's like they're a point behind the capitals. Good for unbelievable. them. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable good for them. You know, another thing I love, even though they're, Pretty much tied for a spot, but seeing the New York Islanders out of the playoffs for a second—oh, isn't that glorious? Oh, it's love glorious. that. Oh, love yeah. that. It's glorious. I know they're tied with Carolina with seventy-nine each, but just seeing that name just out of the picture—like, thank oh, you. It's it's, it's Stay outstanding. Out. It's outstanding. What happens if we get to the playoffs and all the games are being played in empty arenas because of? coronavirus also you're known Rob as covid-19 yeah I, I i strictly refer to it as covid-19 now you're not you're not no more corona. corona you feel bad for corona beer i love corona no but seriously like the san jose sharks when they they're on a road trip right now lebron was talking about it tonight when they get back in a couple weeks they're probably going to play a game in at home Against the Montreal Canadiens with no one in the stands, what's that going to be like? I'm kind of excited, right? That's going to be that's going to be interesting to watch. Oh yeah, it's, for all those old school wrestling fans out there, that the the, the Rock and mankind for the title in oh, yeah. the empty the arena empty match, arena match. That classic. that's what it's going to be yeah, like. Classic. That was a halftime show. This halftime heat. It's phenomenal. That is phenomenal. But you know what I said tonight, I was watching the game and I said, the good part about the Leafs, if that ever happened to the Leafs and Bank, you wouldn't know the difference. Yep. It's still, it's still exactly be probably the be same, louder. Yeah, it's still exactly the same, same exact, oh, yeah, probably be louder with no fans. Leafs will have no adjustment whatsoever. I was watching a random, uh, Insta clip of Peter Mansbridge, <laughs> <laughs> random name, but he even mentioned it. You go to a leaf game one night, it's like oh, okay. And then you go to the Raptor game the next night, and it's like, okay, we're in the same building right uh, now. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. You've heard me talk about that a hundred eh. times on this podcast, man. You've heard me talk about that a hundred yeah. times. It's it's not even close. It's it's not even close. It's embarrassing, is what it is. The difference in environment. Good guy Peter Mansbridge even knows it. Oh. N- not just good guy, legendary. Legendary oh, yeah. Canadian Pete Mans. PD Mans, Yeah. Even he notices it. Yeah, he knows. He's well aware. I heard a go off topic here, but I heard uh Jeff Merrick on 590 and he, they were having a little segment. He posed an interesting question. I want your take on it. If the Leafs end up having, they miss the playoffs or something bad happens in the playoffs and it's just a disappointment altogether. Is it because it was Babcock' season early and Keith kind of came in tried to recover it, but it was too late or does Keith have to wear it? Oh God. no, no no, I don't think any of this is on Sheldon Keith. I'm sorry, my fingers wall ba- <sighs> okay. you're gonna one, get man. me That's going great... here you're gonna get me going yeah. here. okay the the Mike Babcock, it's on. Kyle Dubas and Brendan Shanahan, full stop. And I'll tell you why. Because Mike Babcock should not have been back to start this season. Period, end of discussion. He should have been relieved of his duties after the playoffs last year. They chickened out and they didn't fire him. And they brought him back and he was up to his old ways. And that cost them games in the beginning of the season. So that's on them. Another thing that's on them is the fact that this team is flawed in the way they're built. Like, you watch tonight, Ryan. Like, they played a good game tonight. That Barry-Sandine defense pair, disaster. Disaster. Like, those two guys getting muscled all over their own zone. They're on the ice for the Tampa goal. Both of them get beat up the middle. And, like... We've talked about Sandin a lot. I don't want to go down uh, this road and talk about him exclusively, but, like, we've talked about him. He's a, he's a rookie. He's got to figure out his way in the league. It takes a long time for defensemen to develop, so I'm not going to sit here and call the guy a bum, but it's like he's not ready to be in these situations, and he's in these situations because the defensive depth on this team is not there. They're flawed in the way they're constructed. Like, I'm sorry. And I know there's, there's a section of this fan base that gets so mad if you blame Kyle, but I'm sorry. This is on. Kyle. And it's not, I'm not solely blaming Kyle. I'm blaming Brendan as well. Like the team is flawed in the way they're built. No matter what happens this year, barring them going on a miracle yeah, right. run in the playoffs and winning the cup, which none of us think is going to happen, the team is flawed. And regardless of what happens, you're going to have to look at making changes to the DNA of this team before you go into next season. That's my take. So my finger is pointed at Shanny and Doobie. (laughs) Doobie. Doobie. Sometimes I wish me and you could just go full skip Bayless on this podcast and completely disagree on everything. Almost on purpose to create more of an edgier product. But I could not agree more with that answer. Let's stop looking at the coaches and start looking in the office. Yeah, 100%. All right? Like, Yes, did Babcock do dumb stuff like roll four lines and give Freddie the Goat just as much time as Austin Matthews? Yes, he did. That was dumb. But he shouldn't have even been given the opportunity to do that this year. And they didn't have the stones to pull the trigger and fire him in the offseason. Kyle did. It was widely reported that Kyle wanted to relieve him of his duties brendan didn't so no and- that one's on shaney so i'll change my answer again babcock coming back to start the season is brendan shanahan sorry and it, i honestly i have a hard time like we we spent a lot of time getting on babcock but you see the way they've played after. Like, they are inconsistent, man. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. no matter who's behind the bench. And don't give me this. I heard a take today. They miss Patty Marlowe in the room. And it's like, that is the most sickening. Yeah. I had to go to the bathroom and puke after oh, I heard no, that. No, I agree with that. And, like, shut up. I think, like, no. Do I think this team has leadership issues? Come on. Do I think this team has leadership issues? Yes. John Tavares couldn't fire up a grill but like <laughs> I like it's, that one I've never heard of that one before it's not patty Marlow. <laughs> no but like, don't give me that oh at the least they need patty Marlowe in the dressing room and it's like no they don't no no they, they don't, don't need them on the ice I'll tell you that right now no, they do not like come on no, they do not like that I heard that today I wanted to pull over my truck and open the window and puke on the four oh four here and that. That's a that's a that's a that's a cop out. Yeah. That's a lazy take. Yep. Big time. Lazy. Big time. How's it going, everybody? Thank you so much for downloading this week's episode of the show. If you want to head over and give us a follow on Instagram, we'd really appreciate it. That's where all of our social media content is. You can send us messages. You can comment on our posts. You can tell us we suck. You can tell us we're great. Whatever you want to do, that's where we're at. So head over there. Give us a follow. Thank you so much for the support. I know that you've wanted to remain positive. However, I wanted to talk about the fallout from last week's nightmare road trip in California. Leaf Twitter slash Leaf social media in general was ablaze with people going on and on about the media and the fans of this team, are they too intense? Is it difficult to play here because the fan base is so intense? Slash media. I want to include the media in this too. The media is, is a huge part of this. They wind the fan base up. Yesterday, Awesome Matthews was at the podium because they have to go to the podium now. Because of coronavirus slash COVID-19. Oh, it's COVID-19. Don't kid yourself, bud. And he said, COVID-19, stack up on your TP right now. Yeah, and your, and your canned soup. Chunky soup. Chicky noodle. PBRs. Yeah, PBRs, yep. Imagine any PBRs that have to buy to, to stack up for an isolation Can, incident. Could you imagine what? will happen if like we all have to hunker down in our houses and like how, how are you going to get your pbrs dude? you have to go out to the beer store and get 102 fours that's what you got to do yeah that, that's that is what you're gonna have to do and then just watch your barrel grow and grow and grow hey because you can't go to the gym no gyms are like they'll work at a home nobody does yeah. that whoever works at home if you work out at home consistently, I'm going to give you a round of applause. Because yeah. that is phenomenal. disciplined. We respect you. You're a good person. Sorry, I cut you off there. Anyways, back to this whole media fans, social media thing. Yesterday, Austin awesome Matthews is at the podium and he says, if you're not feeling too good about your game, or you maybe had a couple turnovers, probably don't check your Twitter mentions after and see all the profiles with no pictures actually shredding your life in half. This caused an onslaught of people to comment in either direction, being like, yes, he's right. You people are so awful. And then other people saying, no, it's a privilege to be a Toronto Maple Leaf. This goes with the territory. I'm going to take a step back and I'm going to let you give your take on this before I give mine. Are the fans too intense slash is the media too intense slash is it tough to play here? Go ahead. Okay. I'm going to start with my human being take. And if you are constantly on social media Go oh, I, I don't look at the Twitter. I don't look at the Twitter. That's what you hear the guys say all the time in the interviews. That that that's a that's a hunk of you know what. And garbage. The human side of you, if you constantly read negative comments about yourself, it's only gonna result in one thing. You thinking negatively about yourself and affecting your confidence. And that's a real thing. I get that. I face that at work every day. I face it every day. Confidence is so important and If you're constantly reading negative comments, that's going to have an effect on you. And me personally, if I was a professional athlete, I would delete Twitter right now. And I would have an Instagram where I promote my things, promote my sponsors, promote my events, turn off the comments. So I get to post what I need to post to make my coin and help out whoever's helping me out. And I would ignore everything else. But these guys, all these guys have Twitter, all these guys look at what people are saying about them, and for me, if I'm in their position, I wouldn't care, I would not care, because I play for the Toronto Maple Leafs, I play in the NHL, I make this much a year, and sometimes we put a little too much into making whatever they make a year and whatever, they don't have feelings These guys have feelings, all right? Like, they don't know any better. They're just NHL hockey players. They've never worked in a factory. They've never worked on a construction site or in an office or wherever. So that's all they know. But if you're going on there and constantly reading what an egg profile picture has to say about you, then that's your problem to deal with. That's not the media's problem. That's not the fans' problem. Fans are vicious. The things that are said on Twitter are things that are not said in real life. It, it's a it's a lawless world on Twitter. Lawless. You can I do like whatever that. you want. I like that. You can do whatever you want on Twitter, and there's no consequences. There's no laws. No regulation. You could be savage on there. You could be racist. You could say swear words. You can call somebody out on their character, and nothing's going to happen to you. But if you're a professional athlete and you are putting yourself through reading what people think about you, that's your problem. And you need to stop. You need to delete your Twitter account. You just stop looking at your mentions. You need to stop watching SportsCenter or whatever media outlet is coming after you. You know when you're not playing well. I'm sure Mitch Marner knows that he struggled the last couple games. He knows that just by playing. He doesn't need to go on Twitter and read about it. These guys just need to stop. Stop looking. It's not the way it was when Stevie Y played or Joe Sack. They didn't have that back then. They just had their, their local sports center or whatever. But if you're a professional athlete and this is getting to you, get off Twitter. Get off Instagram. Get off wherever you can see comments, what people are saying. Get off. The, the, don't don't start being in a shell and letting it affect your play. If I'm these guys' agents or management and I'm managing Mitch Marner's career, or am I his agent, or I'm his father, or whatever, you tell him to delete that right away. Cause if it's affecting you that bad, then get off. Simple as that. Alright. I'm of I'm of two minds on this. I wanna because there's two parts to this. So Firstly, I'm never someone who promotes the ugly side of social media. If you are one of these losers who gets on and attacks these guys personally and says comments about their family, comments about their background, you are a piece of you-know-what. They need to get lost, all right? There is no place for that anywhere. You're allowed to comment on their play. If they stink, you're allowed to say they stink. Just say it. You don't need to say it to them. You don't need to tweet at Austin Matthews, you stink. You don't need to DM the guy and make comments about his personal life, all right? I'm going to loop the media in as well. The media in this city, when it comes to this hockey team, is ridiculous. The hot takes that go down, the the roller coaster of analysis, it, it's this, and again, I, I, I'll cut them a break because when you cover the team 24-7, you go on the ride. So last week, the sky was falling. So they're writing that the sky is falling. Tonight, they picked up a big win over Tampa. So tomorrow, everything is going to be gravy. They're back. They're three points up on Florida, blah, 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 blah. So I think they do need to check themselves, but that just goes with the territory. So there's that. Do you want to know what I have a huge problem with, though, Ryan? The take that it's tough to play here. Get lost with that take. Ilya Mikheyev played, what, half a season? And said in passing that he likes soup, and now he's sponsored by Campbell. I think of legendary Blue Jays bench player, John McDonald. That dude in his day could have run for mayor and they would have elected him if you win and have success in this city and you're freddy the goat you're going to be going you're going to be living on freddy the goat street that's the way it is around here so when you lose the temperature gets turned up so i do not under any circumstance, condone harassing these guys and saying offside comments to them. However, I do take issue with people saying, it's hard to play here. Get out of here with that. You think when you're a New York Yankee and you've lost five in a row, it's easy to play there? Or New York Nick? You think it's easy to play there? Ryan the New England Patriots any big market period still made the playoffs and lost in the wild card round okay the Detroit Lions would kill for that the Cleveland Browns would kill for that and the sky's falling in New England so it's like let's all check ourselves with the it's tough the poor poor. Maple Leafs, it's so tough to play here. Get out of here. I do not buy that for a second. Yes, but you you know why you're paid $11 million, $10 million, $6.9 million to have the ability to turn off the outside noise? That goes with getting paid that salary. Again, for all you people who are freaking out at me. I just want to reiterate, because I'm on Twitter. I see how some of the Leaf fan base gets. It is a sensitive, sensitive group. So I just want to reiterate, I don't condone harassment, and I don't condone personally attacking people, but I do not buy that take. Sorry. John McDonald. Blue Jays Hall of Famer. That was a great reference. Blue Jays Hall of Famer, John McDonald. Yeah, I loved that. And I just think above all else, like, a part of me is you're getting paid a lot of money, dude. Like, expectations are there. If you're not playing well, that that's on you. And for a sport that's covered by media, I don't care where you play. It's media companies are, like, built on your sport and and your the coverage of your team. So they're going to criticize you. But if you can't if you're just gonna let that energy completely throw you off by some dude on Twitter calling you out, then then it's up to you to go on your Twitter account and delete it. Delete it. Delete your burner accounts. Any account you have to see. Who cares what that guy has to say about you, man? No, you're it's it's tough because they're professional athletes, they're expected to perform and they're paid to perform, and fans are irrational and just want to see their team win. So when a guy's not performing, people get on them. And there's a lot of people every day who don't perform at their job. And maybe their boss gives them a, a little something to think about. But there's not people tweeting them being like, you're an idiot, you suck, you're garbage. So it's a tough situation to be in. It's a tough thing in sports. They've Other athletes have never had this social media where people can get on there and just e- easily criticize you. But it's up to you to stop looking at that and not make it an excuse. It's re- like, don't make it, don't let it go in your way just because you're playing bad. You, you can't just fall on the fact that, oh, it's tough to play here and people are criticizing me on Twitter. Delete it. Yeah, and Get rid of it. Brian, and it's like, do you not think like actors and musicians don't get shredded the same exact way? Anyone who's in any spotlight in any part of the world gets absolutely shredded on social media. Yep. And that breeds insecurity and it plays into self-esteem and you just need to let it go. Let it go. You're just you're just Mitch Marner. You're just Austin Matthews. And all you have to do is worry about your play. Don't worry about what Gregory seven eight five four seven eight four says About you on Twitter. Who cares about that guy? He's probably in his basement. Apologies. Rewatching the the animated series. Apologies to anyone named Gregory who's listening to this right now. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't attacking people named Gregory, but it's it's to me it's like stop stop trying to make excuses. Like delete it, man. I I don't have like I stay off Twitter. Like I don't like Twitter. The the We're terrible, man. man. There's a whole contingent of this fan base that is just like off their rocker about the Maple Leafs. Like it's crazy, man. Like, uh, like I said, like, do, like you can't you can't go and insult the guy's family and give them death threats and any of that ridiculousness. But it's like, what the hell is that guy going to actually do? Exactly. But it's like, but at the same time, He's like, a nobody, At the same time, if you want to go on and say, Hey, the Leafs are playing like bums tonight. I don't think that's a big deal. No, oh. but if that does bother you, don't look at it when I'm off Twitter. Do you know what? I know if, if when I'm off Twitter and people are tweeting, do you know what? I, do you know what? I, I don't know what they're saying. Yep. I have no idea what they're saying. Cause I'm not on it. Yep. That that's the mentality. Who cares what Buddy and whatever town in the GTA is saying about you? Let it let it go. Agreed. Let it go. Don't let it affect you. Agreed. Like just delete it. Should we call this episode of the podcast John McDonald? <laughs> that was a good one, Johnny Mac. I just made a couple legend plays in the infield, and all of a sudden he's a go. Dude, he could have run for mayor. Oh yeah, yeah. Aaron Hill. Oh yeah, Shea Hillenbrand, Aaron Hill, Corey Kosky, David Eckstein. Wasn't it Shea Hillenbrand who got it, who started- On a dust-up. Yeah, who came to blows with Gibby. Yeah, same with Ted Lilly. Uh, Ted Lilly and Hillenbrand both just got a little bit of a dust-up with Gibber. I picked up a couple tickets to uh, opening day for the fiance and I the other day. Good luck with that. Yeah, you're, you're not, you're, we won't be seeing you there. No, I'm off the baseball bandwagon. All right, Boring. let's move, Uh, Boring let's move into Bums and Beauties. It's time to find out who's a bum and who's a beauty. Take it away, Bugs. Who's a bum, who's a beauty? Ryan, I will go first. William Nylander. I said earlier, most consistently forward. I thought he was the only one who brought it all three nights in the Western Road Trip. Ray Ferraro agreed with me tonight. And I thought he was good tonight. Scored another goal. Um... I don't think you're necessarily wrong in your take that he set the bar so low last year that he had nowhere to go but up. However, he has gone up. So William Nylander, beauty of the week. Yeah, and he. I don't want to. I don't want that earlier comment to to derail. Like the guy's career highs in everything, and you can't take that away from him. No, you can't. And on a side note, if you ever want to have a lot of fun listening to our podcast. Grab a couple drinks, grab a couple beers, a couple, whatever you drink, and every time I say the word like, take, take a little swig. You'll be dummied after 50 minutes. Yeah, a, a lot of people say that, though. Oh, dude, I, I like I don't, you, lo- I just said it again. You fire up I the likes. re-listen to our episodes a lot, but when I do, man, I, if you, I want to take a tally of how many likes come out of me. It's terrible. What am I doing? 30 goals, 28 assists for William Nylander. Yeah. Career highs, man. Yeah. Like, no no doubt. Having a great year. What... Well, not to sidetrack here, but I just I just came across it here as I'm clicking around on my laptop. What is your take on the St. Pat's jerseys that they'll be wearing next week? I love them. I wish that they would flip them around and make them green and white as opposed to white and green. That's just my yeah. take. I, I just... I'm just starving for a third jersey. Yeah, I, know, I know. I know. Like, you know what is such a goat leaf jersey? The ones they wore in the Winter Classic. In what what year was that? 2014, not yeah, yeah, not the latest no, one. The year yeah. the the one before Arbor. Matthews got there. Yeah, in Ann Arbor with like Kessel and Faneuf Yeah. And Bozak yeah, got the shootout winner. Those 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 jerseys are goat. Yeah, those are sick. All right, I like Beauty of the Week, Ryan. Go for All it. All right, Beauty of the Week. Copping out big time here. Beauty of the Week, Morgan Riley for his choice of girlfriend. <laughs> I was going to say Zach Hyman for his play because Zach Hyman. Whoa, bro. I, I feel bad that I ever chirped this guy in the past. This guy's legit. Oh, yeah. it's a beauty. This guy's my favorite player on the Leafs, yeah, He's a beauty. period. He's a beauty. Love the guy. He was unreal tonight. But I'm gonna go Morgan Riley because, man, this Canadian power couple, like, um, love it. Um, Morgan Riley's back, my boy. My favorite Maple. Leaf. didn't take, he's back, baby. You didn't take him, and I thought you would. So I'll give an honorable shout out to Freddie Anderson as well. I thought it spectacular. Yeah, tonight. spectacular. Yeah, he was great. But I, I, th- I feel like we've just gone Freddie so many times in the past. Over Bum it. of the week. Um, the Tyson Berry Rasmus Sandine defense pairing doesn't work. You gotta split it up, Sheldon. I don't think Rasmus Sandine's gonna be with them come playoff time. I just don't think he's ready. Go back down and dominate the AHL, buddy. We'll see him up here next year, and you'll be really coming into your own like two, three years from now. I wanted to take Cody CC because he sucks, but I digress. I will take. The Barry, there was a point tonight, Ryan, where Cody Cece, they're in the offensive zone, and he passes the puck to no one. He passes it to the boards. Surprised? No, I'm not. I'm not surprised, <laughs> guys. Yeah. Guys, you're you're ripping him early. Not good. But I'm gonna take the Barry Sandin defense parent. Sandine, excuse me. Go ahead. All right, my bum of the week, John Tavares. The captain. Oh, boy. The oh captain boy. of being absolutely invisible. What did I say Not earlier? winning any battles or puck battles or speed, foot speed races. What did I say earlier about Johnny T, Ryan? I don't know. I can't remember. Couldn't fire up ago. a grill. Oh, God. That's a great line. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah, dude. That guy is... He looks like he's aged like five years this year. There is going to be... He's not very good. There is going to be an off-season. When this season eventually ends, on our post-mortem episode, I can just see... I'm looking into my crystal ball into the future, and I can just see a scenario where we are talking about... Would you do the Tavares signing all over again? And I'm not going to sit here and begrudge Dubas and Shanny of that or Babs. I'm not going to sit here and blame them because if you and me were in that room, we would have signed him too. So, and he is widely regarded as the greatest free agent signing in Maple Leaf history. But yeah, it hasn't been that great of a year for Captain Johnny. And last year we had, he had a phenomenal year. Last year, so I don't act like he's been terrible the whole time. But dude, like I just you just expect so much more out of him in terms of just dominating the play, setting the pace, setting possession. And I just find him constantly being pushed off the puck and never winning a foot race, ever, yeah. never. And it's 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 not great. It's not good. Well, it's not good. This my bow of the week. All right. Well, um, I think that brings us to the end of this week's episode, Ryan. And one more time, the Leafs play the Predators on Thursday at home, and then they go to TD Garden on Saturday night. Oh, Yay. boy. A fan of the show, please go and do that. Can't say that enough. I know it feels like we're, like, pandering, but it really does help, folks. So please do if you haven't done it already. And thank you to those who have. We will see you next week. Come on, let's go to the Blue Hotel. I want to live at the Blue. Get a room and listen in at the Blue Hotel. Begins Friday, September 23rd. Hi, I'm Matt Kundal, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the podcast about broadcast. Every week since 2016, we've been bringing on broadcast leaders to talk about their experiences in radio, what they've seen, and where they believe it is all going. If you live and love radio, subscribe to the Sound Off Podcast with Matt Cundall wherever you get your podcasts.